As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, everybody. The next time you hear my voice on this podcast, it will be from a comedy club. That's right. We're finally doing a Doug Loves Movies in front of a limited and distanced audience. So come on out this Wednesday, June 9th, if the improv in Brea, California is convenient for you. Or listen next week. I will say that I've put together a pretty cool prize crate, including a very, very soft blanket, a book about whales, a clock, a puzzle, a bottle of Uncle Nearest 1884 whiskey, and the Benny doll from the movie Benny Loves You. I gotta get rid of this thing. I gotta get it out of my house before it kills me. Enjoy the show! Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies! Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love mallards. This is Doug Loves Movies, coming to you once again with another Homes Alone edition. But the next show is going to be, as you probably already know, in front of an audience. So come see the first Doug Loves Movies Live in over a year at the Bray Improv this Wednesday night. Improv.com or DougLovesMovies.com to find the link for tickets. The presenting sponsor of Doug Loves Movies is OCB Rolling Papers. French kiss Mother Nature with OCB. Enjoy the show. It's Sunday, June 6, 2020, and my guests today are Brandon Collins, Doug Mellard, and Jonah Ray. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hey. hey. <laughs> uh, let's meet everybody individually and uh, alphabetically, starting with our first-time guest, Brandon Collins. Hello, Brandon. Hey, everybody. Uh, Brandon Collins, joining <laughs> you from New York City. Uh, great oh. to be here. Yeah, yeah, I'm all fancy over here. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't know this post you were going to be on. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I keep it mysterious, you know. When I I get books, you know, I'll, I'll I'll say I'm Albuquerque, but I'm I'm really just back in New York. I never travel, y'all. 
<laughs> and you're, uh, you have uh, one, you mentioned one podcast in your bio on Twitter, but I was also told that you have another podcast. Is this true? You have two podcasts? Yeah. So I have two podcasts. The first one is Medium Popcorn, uh, which is one of the most insane movie review podcasts out. Uh, just listen to our theme song and debate me if you don't think it's the greatest one ever. And then uh, <laughs> Dr- Drum Black History, which is uh, also a live show that's coming back uh, this month to celebrate Juneteenth. And essentially, my co-host and I, we celebrate um, unspoken black heroes in American history that just haven't gotten their their due yet. So we try to give them their flowers. Yeah, I mean, it's like all of them, right? All of the black heroes. Absolutely. Including OJ. <laughs> you got your work cut out. <laughs> um, I, that's great. And thank you for being here. I appreciate that you're, uh, you know, a, a listener to the show. And um, how do you think, how do you think you'll hold up trivia wise? You're good at movie trivia. I, I sometimes will get in the movie trivia, but if I start sweating in my, my palms, I might be in trouble because um, that's when the anxiety kicks in and uh, <laughs> the doctor did not give me new meds. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. All right. Well, these, you know, you're up, you're up against two of the most competitive dudes I know. <laughs> and when I say that, I'm being sarcastic. Our, uh, is a frequent guest on the show and co-host of Wide World of Dugs, one of my other podcasts. Doug Mellard is here. Hello, Doug. Hey, buddy. It's been a couple days. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we were just talking to who? Who were we talking to? Proops? Proops. Greg Proops. That's right. That was a fun one. We were just talking to Proops a few days ago. So and coming up next, Douglas Movies listeners will enjoy this. The next guest on Wide World of Dogs is going to be none other than uh, Scott Ackerman. Gonna, yeah, so... We're, uh, Doug and I are both busy writing questions for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also joining us is uh, the star of the new Sparks Brothers movie, uh, the movie called Sparks. <laughs> it's Jonah Ray. Hey. Hey, everybody. I'm, it's me from the Sparks doc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, uh, how much do you show up in it? Uh, you know, I, I don't want to ruin this, ruin the surprise that people will feel when they go to watch the Sparks doc. I just like, you know, you tell me how much I'm in it and then, uh, then it'll be fun for you to figure it out. It could be anywhere between, you know, uh, 15 minutes to, uh, not at all. <laughs> Wait, now I'm thinking you're not in it at all. Why did I think you were in it? I don't know. I think maybe, maybe you think I'm, you know, cooler than I am. I think maybe that's, that's it. Probably, that's it. Yeah. You're, that's you're it. not Patton Oswalt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, wonder, like, I wonder, is there just some guy that looks like me that you might have seen in the tr- in the trailer? I, I think know. I, yeah, maybe that, or I thought, because uh, there's a lot of quick talking heads in it. So that's why I was kind of joking around that you're the star in it, because even if you were in it, you'd like a sentence probably. So, <laughs> but you only got cut out a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it much to begin with. I don't know. I just, yeah, I just jumped to conclusions because, you know, I, I think of you as a music guy in the world of comedy. I mean, you know, they talked, uh, Jake Fogelnest is in it. Like, so why wouldn't you be in it? That's a good point. Um, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know why I wasn't in it. Uh, maybe it's because <laughs> I like never really got into sparks. I mean, I like them fine. Uh, I, you know, I think, uh, their, their song, uh, that was covered by Crucial Taunt is a really good one, you know, Ballroom Blitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're great. And yeah, they uh, wail. Yeah. And so uh, sorry 
that I, I mean, I'm glad we gave them another, I might as well say again, the movie comes out on June 18th. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, it looks great. I'm excited yeah. for it. Edgar is excited it's, for his it first is time. Great. Yeah. It is great. It's really, it's like, it uh, might be for me, like top five movie docs, you know, I've ever seen music docs that I've ever, wow. ever seen because it's wow. just, it's so it's done so creatively there's they're interesting to learn about because because you are learning about them like no matter even sparks fans there's tons of stuff they don't know about them so it's uh and they've been making music for so long that uh it's it's a it's a great documentary and uh you know yeah i'm very proud of it i'm very very proud of I, it i'm very proud to know that <laughs> i know someone that was almost in it yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But I'll get people who were really in it on the show sometime soon, just to, you know, just to, uh, just to be proper about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then you'll ask them about mystery science theater 3000. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to get Edgar Wright on here and say, Hey man, um, do you like talking to those robots on that show? <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick before we uh, get into, uh, the first thing we do before the next thing we're going to do, um, uh, the BO report is that summer is now here, so stock up on deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid joke. We are going to take a uh, quick break, and then we're going to visit Recommendation Nation. We'll be right back. We're back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It's time to visit Recommendation Nation. And if you guys don't know what this means, I would like each of you to recommend one movie and one movie only that you think people would enjoy and that you think is better than the movies that the other two people are going to say. Because then I pit the three movies against each other on the Douglas Movies Twitter account and people vote and uh, we determine once and for all which of the three is the best it's absolutely meaningless but also fun who wants to go first doug uh well i've still kind of been on my bad movies quarantine kick so i think i'm gonna get beat because it's just gonna be another roadhouse like movie uh i'm continuing because because you're gonna recommend it so you're (laughs) well i mean don't don't recommend a movie that is bad I can recommend a great bad movie. 
That's okay. still fun. I mean, there's there's only Roadhouse when we're talking great bad movies, but go ahead. Max, Max. <laughs> what do you also oh, think okay. is a great bad movie? <laughs> Here's another great bad movie that I rediscovered. Uh, I hadn't seen it since childhood, but Hard Target starring Van Damme. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that movie. one. You get I'll Wilford Brimley on a horse riding away from an explosion. It doesn't get better than that. I mean, he Jean-Claude Van Damme finds an excuse to do the splits in pretty much every movie, but <laughs> doing it between two uh, parking meters, which there are never two that are that close together in the first place, but doing it between two parking meters is impressive. I think he does it in that movie. Yeah. And he also <laughs> punches a snake and knocks it out with one punch. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe does he do it on two of those like kind of like kind of old fashioned horse posts that are still on the streets? Of, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, on the streets of New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> Very well uh, with a mullet. Great. But it, it's just a, it's a fun, you know, his acting's not great. And, uh, you know, uh, it, the story's not great, but it's still a fun movie to watch for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give it a whirl. All right. Uh, let's go to Jonah. What do you what do you think, Jonah? Do you want to recommend a movie that you think is better than Hard Target? Sure. <laughs> oh, man, if this is, I'm racking my brain now. Uh, what could be better than Hard Target? <laughs> um, the movie that uh, I don't know how I missed growing up, uh, but I I found and it's a great if on the same kick as uh, what Doug was talking about. Um, it's a good, bad movie, but it's a, it's a blast to watch with friends. Uh, and it's uh, Wes Craven's Deadly Friend, Ooh, um, which is a wild, wild movie uh, that it's basically Wes Craven was kind of trying to make a kind of this family friendly um, caper movie where a guy that this brilliant kid makes a robot. Um, and, uh, and then it, like, it's, you know, kind of got that Johnny five kind of almost Spielberg magic to it, but then clearly towards uh, the like, end of the kind of development of this movie, they're like, it's like, ah, this isn't really working out. You're going to have to pull out some Wes Craven stuff. So then there's this violent uh, neighbor dad that ends up um, killing uh, his daughter um, by pushing her down the stairs. And then this guy saves the girl uh, by putting her brain into his robot. And it is a wild, wild movie. And a lady's head gets exploded by a basketball being thrown by this person. Or not just any lady. That's mama after she's been thrown from a train. Yep. And she has a basketball thrown in her face. <laughs> and when does it, why does a basketball make a person's head explode? Because if you if uh, science has shown us that if you throw a basketball fast enough uh, and it had the person has to be of a certain age to have it explode their head. Oh, that's um, why there's no old basketball players. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, it, the uh, the girl who plays the robot uh, is uh, Christy Swanson. Oh, right. Wow. So you can uh, you can sit there and hate her for her political views now. Yes. <laughs> 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 so i think that's better than hard target <laughs> okay well i feel like brandon this is yours to win because uh we've we've so far we've got two of what we call good bad movies uh do you have anything to recommend that's good good oh absolutely i'm going to go with jurassic park which i just watched for the <laughs> probably at least 45th time last week um it still holds up it's incredible i get to see people get eaten by dinosaurs and uh, it's just a it's just a fun time. It really is like I, I remember when it came out, I must have had like 10 minutes of it in my stand up act because 
because it's great, but it's also, it's, it's, a, you know, it's a little insane. Like it's I know completely it's, not, insane. It's, bad shit. It's, <laughs> it's not West Craven in, level insane, but to have a little kid get uh, electrocuted on a fence and then his hair is comically standing up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's before he gets chased by velociraptors and thrown all over the place. I mean, those kids would have died in a, yeah. in a real world scenario, but uh, yeah, I, I saw the, the anniversary screening a few years ago. And I guess this dude had never seen Jurassic Park before. So the scene where Laura Dern's like, yeah, like we only have two Velociraptors to deal with unless they learn how to open doors. And then it cuts to the door opening. And this dude was like, oh, hell no, nigga. I was like, oh, (laughs) this guy's never seen this movie because this has been out for 20 something years. It was the best movie going experience ever. Yeah, I used to say that, uh, you know, because they they talk about how how they learn and they figure out how to open a door. And I'm like, you know, I extrapolated it further, like them going, Oh no, they've learned how to dial nine for an outside line. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's going to win, but you never know because we got some crazy people listening to this podcast and everybody's got their own, uh, you know, hot takes on, on what is good. So uh, I'll put this to the test and we'll find out in uh, you know, in a day or so. Uh, which one of these movies is the best? Um, <laughs> it's game time. And I'd like to start with Rolling With It, presented by OCB Rolling Papers. Today's show is presented by OCB Rolling Papers. OCB is the largest rolling paper brand in the world and has been one with nature, crafted naturally since 1918. So you know they've perfected the process for a consistently great session time after time. In perfect harmony with nature, sustainable practices, the highest quality textile papers reasonably sourced and sustainably crafted have always been the OCB signature. OCB offers a full line of papers made with sustainable fibers, including flax, wood, organic hemp, bamboo, virgin, and come in a full line of sizes in both booklets and cones. No GMOs, no chlorine, and no dyes in OCB papers. All OCB papers are plant to puff. OCB makes their own paper from their mill in Avion to the factories they own in Perpignan. 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 I don't know how to say it, but it's in France. With all fibers and packaging materials sustainably farmed from within a 500 kilometer radius and the always sticks acacia gum grown in African fields that OCB has been reforesting for decades. Unlike most other brands that buy their paper from a third party, OCB oversees the entire paper making process ensuring a century of quality straight to your hands. And best of all, their paper booklets are made in a facility that's powered by 100% green energy. That's awesome. In 2020, OCB rolled out America's first ultra-thin, slow-burning bamboo rolling paper and cones that have been taking the market by storm. Using only unbleached, French-milled bamboo, OCB is aiming to make bamboo your second favorite plant. As always, they are harvested responsibly, highly sustainable, chlorine-free, dye-free, bleach-free, even burning, GMO-free, and 
vegan. Ask for OCB wherever you buy your papers and sample the entire line of products. In the meantime, OCB has an unreal deal for our listeners. Visit ocbusa.com slash Doug to get four booklets of OCB and a rolling tray for only $4.99. This bundle is worth $20. Limited time only. Follow OCB on Instagram. That's at OCBUSA to stay in touch with the natural wonder of OCB. Must be 21 plus to buy our papers and follow our social accounts. Back to the show. This is a game where you gotta bid on how many movies you think you can name that a particular actor or actress that I name is in. So We'll start with Brandon. I'll name an actor. You tell me how many movies that that actor is in you think you can name in 60 seconds. Oh, producer Matt, by the way, Ryan's always standing by with a 60-second uh, a clock when I say go. So if you could uh, take a look at that and let us know if, if we run out, you know, when the 60 seconds is up. Will do. Um, uh, and so Brandon's going to say how many movies he thinks he can name. And then... Doug can either challenge him to name that movie, uh, name those people, or he can add more, he can roll with it, add more numbers to his bid, and uh, it moves like that. Then it goes to Jonah, and it could come back around to Brandon. We got three rounds, and um, this game also doesn't matter that much because the second game is one that really counts. (laughs) (laughs) Just so people don't. There's no reason to, you know panic or get sweaty um brandon and also you can you know you can try to bluff sometimes i'll say some i'll say the name of an actor and that one of my guests will go i don't even know who that is and i well okay then you're gonna lose this round (laughs) (laughs) but you can bluff it away you know you could just say confidently a number and then you know go from there because also you can bid really low you say i can name one movie and of course you're not going to get challenged on that um the actor or actress, in this case, it's an actor, Paul Giamatti. Ooh. How many Paul name, Giamatti's do you think you can name, Brandon? At least eight. Oh, I love it. He thinks he can do eight Giamatti's in a minute or less, Doug Mellard. What do you think? Can you do more than that? Or do you want to challenge Brandon and I make poor like Jonas I- sit over there and do nothing? In my head, I'm going to think I can do more but I bet in reality, it's not going to be as many as I want. So I'm going to say, name it. All right. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with you next, Jonas. You'll get to play. But this round, Brandon has 60 seconds in eight Paul Giamatti movies. I will, I will say the number after each one. So don't say them too fast. Take a breath in between each one. Okay. And, uh, your time starts now. Okay. Uh, sideways. One. Cinderella Man. Two. Saving Private Ryan. Three. I uh, believe he was in 12 Years a Slave. Four. Uh, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Hope Davis. American Splendor. Five. Uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, Big Fat Liar. Six. Whoa. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> oh man, this is not good. Uh 
I already said Cinderella Man, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldfish. I remember seeing that movie. Okay. Uh, then Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. Mm. I forgot that one. And then I think that's it. Oh, oh, sweet! Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so glad you, I'm so glad this is a video. <laughs> <laughs> What's the? Uh, did you? You did think of one more though. Of uh, San Andreas, he was in that with The Rock, right? Oh, I bet he was. Mm. <laughs> He's probably like, "You can't take that helicopter." <laughs> <laughs> um, but congratulations, you did it, Brandon. Sweet. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I'm impressed because eight. That's a that's a strong opening bid, and uh, so you get the point. But Doug's not penalized, other than Jonah gets to go first this next round, and then it's going to come uh, to you, Doug. Okay. Your is in two of my favorite movies, American Splendor and Safe Men. Oh, Safe Men. American Splendor is awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you said Hope Davis earlier because she, she and Giamatti are so good in that. that Giamatti was like, didn't even get nominated for that or Sideways. Nope. You know, that's just insane. He got nominated <laughs> for Cinderella Men. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the awards people def- definitely love him, but they don't. They don't get. They don't get his. I I think that American Splendor, like that movie, I, I think everybody missed the boat on that one. I think it's so good. It's one of my all time favorites. And uh, Judah Freelander as Toby Radloff is an incredible, incredible performance. Yeah, because if you you know first knowing J- Judah makes it interesting. Yeah, because you know, he's not like that, and then. <laughs> Like having seen the real guy, there's lots of footage of him on, you know, MTV and stuff. Like, uh, it, it seems like, you know, Judah's like, going too big, right? Yeah, it seems too big. And then you see the real guy, it's like, oh, spot on. Yeah, yeah. If anything, he tempered it down a tad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's, you know, he is a little bit better looking. All yeah. right. So, a little bit. Yeah. He's got the movie star looks that, that Toby didn't have. Um, okay. So we'll start with you, Jonah, on this next okay. one. Uh, this is an interesting one. It's uh, Lucius Malfoy himself, Mr. Jason Isaacs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, like <laughs> I don't know. Hung out with that guy at a con once, real nice, really. Yeah, we were, we were both at a, a Miami con, super con, or whatever. Um, uh-huh. we went out to dinner a couple times. Uh, yeah, but I don't know his career that much. So I'm going to have to say like, and even like, I'm going to get, if I even tried to like name all the Harry Potters, I would get it wrong. Cause I don't remember which ones exactly he's in. And I wouldn't remember all the names of all the, like, you know, the tags of the stuff. So I'm going to have to just go with, uh, shit. I don't even, now I'm blanking entirely on whatever he's in. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so maybe you should say one and hope that Doug won't challenge you. Yeah. Okay. One. Okay. Uh, Jonah thinks he can think of one movie that the guy that's in Harry Potter movies is. In. Yeah. I would just like, but I know you would hold me. You, you would hold my ass to the fire with like, oh, it's like it's not the it's not the Deathly Hollow. It's the Deathly Hollows or something. You know, I, I don't remember all the fucking names of them. Yeah. No, that that is tricky for some adult men. the <laughs> name <laughs> Harry Potter movies um but i get it uh what do you think doug what's your bid 
Well, I know, I think one movie and one TV show. So I'm going to have to tell him to name it, I guess, because we're tied. Uh, you don't think, you know, you can come up with two. I don't think so. I, I know one, but I don't want to say it. Oh my God. Uh, okay. So you're going to challenge Jonah to do one, but I still have to talk to Brandon for a second. How many would you have said? I can at least do four just off the Harry Potter movies alone. Yeah. See, that's what I thought was going to happen was that you people could kind of coast through the, uh, the Harry Potter thing, but <laughs> you never know who's, you know, who's a muggle and who's not. So, uh, Jonah, uh, for the point, name one Jason Isaacs movie. I'm going to just play it safe because I know he's in it and I won't have to remember which Harry Potter he's in, but I'm going to say The Death of Stalin. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't to, well, I don't want this win. It feels wrong. It's really. I can yeah, only really think he, he plays Dick Dastardly and Scoob. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Oh, I oh, can think of that was the, the Patriot because he killed all Mel Gibson's kids in that. Oh, that's right. He like, killed everybody in that family. <laughs> yeah. And he's in, uh, of course, uh, I, you know, did the research on the Harry Potters and it turns out that he's uh, credited as being in every single one of them. Oh, really? Whoa. You wouldn't have to guess which ones he was in. You just would have had to, you know, get the titles right. Yeah, that's that's nothing I would have been able to do. <laughs> i've seen them all once and i enjoyed the ride but <laughs> that's fair it's totally fair uh you know that's why the next actor is not in any harry potter movies so you <laughs> move on from that who <laughs> uh, knows i get real stuck on the harry potter movies <laughs> so this time we'll start with doug and then it goes to brandon and then to Jonah. Uh, and Doug, here's your chance to uh, tie this up and then I'll go to a tiebreaker. The films of Robert Englund. Oh, uh, it's his birthday today. Whoa, really? Finger, yeah. Freddy Krueger, and much, much more. He wasn't just that. In fact, I just saw what I think was his first appearance film just recently. I'll tell you about that once we get through with this round. But how many of... I don't know how many Nightmare on Elm Street there are. <laughs> how many of those can you, do you think you can name, Doug? Do they have like subtitles or no? But like. Uh, I think they're all in English. Well, no, no. I mean, not subtitles. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, I knew, I knew you meant I took the opportunity. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how many. I'll say <laughs> six if you don't count. Yeah, I don't know how many. Nightmare on Elm Street, there are. Uh, I'll just say, say I'll say five films to play it safer, but I might bomb that shit. Yeah, why not do? Why not say the number that you think you can do instead of saying I don't able to do this? Or are you tricking us? <laughs> are you pretending to not know his films? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bet there's way more Nightmare on Elm Street, and I just don't, I don't know how far, how deep that goes. It goes pretty deep, but you're not going to know what they're called. Right, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're seeing this unravel in real time with Doug. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be the one that has a panic attack. <laughs> um, okay, saying five? 
Sure. Okay. <laughs> That's his confident bid, Brandon. Do you think <laughs> more than five? Uh, I, would, I would go with six. Nice. Chona. I'm going to go with eight. Ooh. That really happened? Yeah. Wow. This is exciting. Eight. Can't believe it. Here. Well, I definitely can't top that. I can name oh. one outside of Nightmare on Elm Street, but... Why are uh, you by saying things out loud? What's that? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> name it. Okay, Doug says you got to get eight, eight Robert Englund movies in 60 seconds, Jonah. Okay. All right. We've got 60 seconds on the clock, and your time starts now. A Nightmare on Elm Street. One. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Two. A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Three. A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4, Dream Master. Four. A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Dream Child. Five. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 6, Freddy's, Freddy's Dead. Six. Uh, new Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Seven. And um, Freddy vs. Jason. Eight. You did it. Oh, nice work. Amazing. He was um, also in Ford Fairlane. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, An urban yeah. legend. Urban legend, yeah. Yeah, and he starts uh, he starts a bar he's involved in a bar fight with Chris Christopherson in uh, A Star is Born. That's right. Whoa. <laughs> I just saw that scene the other night. It just really made me laugh because he just he just is like that character that comes in and is like, well, I'm going to say a few lines and people are going to start punching each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is he also, is he the Wishmaster or is that another actor? Oh, it might I be. Think that's him. I think that's yeah. him. Yeah. That feels like him for sure. Um, okay. So congratulations, Joda. You won that game and we will tell you what you won. Right after this break, we'll be right back. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We're back. Jonah, Ray, you get to go first in our final game today to determine a winner. And that game is called Dream a Little Dream. No, it's not a game about Meredith Salinger films. <laughs> but perhaps we can do that when she's on the show Soon. How's that for a tease? Hmm. This is about movies currently available on my cable systems on demand that have the word dream in the title. 
<laughs> Doug, There's you... Dreamcatcher, Dreaming okay. Grand Avenue, Dreamland, American Dream, Olympic Dreams, Alone with Their Dreams, Winter's Dream, A Boy, A Girl, A Dream, Dream House, Man of Her Dreams, and Dream Boy. All of those are currently available, and I know very little about <laughs> most of them. <laughs> I will read the description of one of these films, and then I will give... Jonah Ray, because he gets to go first, I'll give you three options of titles that go with the description of the movie. You pick the right one, you win a point. You miss, Brandon gets a shot. Brandon misses two, and Doug gets the gimme point because there's only three options. Great. First to two points wins. If you get an answer correct, you'll hear this. <laughs> if you miss, you'll hear this. That one's really quiet. Oh, that's better. <laughs> All right. I'm glad I did a sound check. All right. <laughs> Jonah. A teen bounty hunter is torn between helping or capturing a fugitive bank robber. Is that movie called American Dream? Dreamcatcher or Dreamland? I'm going to go with Dreamland. <laughs> so suspenseful. I was. Uh, I was. <laughs> you did it. You got that one right. You got one point on the board. Um, Brandon. Hey, hey. <laughs> two strangers discover the truth behind their linked destiny after appearing in each other's dreams is this movie dream catcher dreaming grand avenue or dream house mm. i'm gonna go with dream house uh what are you laughing at doug <laughs> the noise <laughs> <laughs> two strangers discover the truth behind their linked destiny after appearing in each other's dreams your two options, Doug Mellard, are Dreamcatcher or Dreaming Grand Avenue. I'll go Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jonah? Is it? Oh, here we go. You got just take the leap, Jonah. Just take the leap. There's only one more option. It's still stressful. <laughs> Dream catcher. Wait. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> you didn't say the one that was left. What's that? Doug Mellard said dream catcher, and then you said dream catcher. Yeah, I I know it was it was a joke. Oh. I thought it didn't matter. I thought it was like it was obvious that still wrong. 
oh, I see that. Well, you were joking. But yeah, just, I'm sorry. I, this used to be a comedy podcast, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you do something on Zoom, shit gets serious. But, <laughs> um, do uh, just say it out loud, though. Dreaming on Grand Avenue. Yes, very good. You win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Wow, that that like went way quicker than I expected it to. I um, thought that uh, I thought the Dreamcatcher would be an interesting uh, element in the game because there was a Stephen King um, adaptation called Dreamcatcher. Yeah, that was uh, super very, weird movie. Very yeah, weird. Timothy Olyphant and Morgan Freeman. That shit is wild. It's wild. Yeah, it, it's a, yeah, they, they shit out the monster out of their, out of their asses. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so I thought everyone would get caught up on like, just waiting to hear, you know, a movie that sounds like that movie, but there's a, a more, this is a dream catcher from more recently, which it drives me crazy. This idea that any movie can have any name now, like which movies are protected? Like, I, I guess no one would make something called the Godfather, but <laughs> else seems like up for grabs i thought that you you know once a movie's made you couldn't use that title again but now if you look on your you know on demand it's just like there's a million titles that have happened before i don't i, I don't know why i'm complaining so much about it but yeah <laughs> I, I i really want to try and make a movie that's uh, like robert de niro al pacino maybe christopher walken and call it uh, dirty godfathers it's like a take where it's like the, <laughs> the hit comedies where it's dirty grandpa but they're all mobsters what do you think? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think there's potential there. <laughs> but imagine the title in big, bold red letters on a mostly white uh, poster. Yeah, that looks pretty good. But it's just, that, <laughs> just you know, the last couple times, because it's happened a couple times now, uh, De Niro's been in two movies with Grandpa in the title, and Walken was just in one. And, uh, and that didn't do very well. They're not so good. They're not I feel good. Like just, I don't know why we're insisting these guys are grandpas because they're still vibrant. Uh, I don't know. Uh, vibrant 70 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> the day that somebody told Robert De Niro he was funny was uh, probably not a great day. For oh, yeah. After that, meet the first meet the parents, it's been a wild uh, ride as a Robert De Niro fan. Yeah. Because <laughs> Because he's like, you know, all these crappy comedies and he's, you know, he's a good actor, so he's fine in them. But, you know, you think back to like a great comedy like Midnight Run and how amazing he is in that. And then uh, but then also it just like it, it cheapens his dramatic roles, because now how much of a threat is he when he's just so silly in these other movies? <laughs> that was the problem I have with the Irishman, because, you know, he's supposed to be kind of like not the sharpest tool in the shed. And so he made these blank faces sometimes where I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but there's a thing that i remember uh seeing an interview like weird al talked about how like uh he kind of faced like he didn't really like some of the later um police after police squad like the naked gun movies because he said like someone told Le leslie nielsen that he was super funny and the whole funny thing with leslie nielsen is that he was like taking everything super seriously yeah and he want you know and he's a silly guy like he'd go on talk shows with a fart box and sit mm -hmm. there and you know pretend to not make these farting noises and stuff and like you know, he was just a wacky, fun guy. And, you know, so after a few of those movies, he's probably like, okay, you know, everybody gets that I can do this deadpan and it's funny, but, you know, let's get really wacky with it. And you're right. They just, it, uh, it, it kind of ruined it, but also they didn't need to make so many of them either. That's true. 
and he doesn't need to be in so many movies that are also still doing that same thing, but they're not police squad movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, like Spy that, hard. It wasn't there one repossessed. Yes. Or, or was it just possessed? I forget, but it was a dumb exorcist parody. Yeah. It was a Mr. Magoo movie. Yeah. Mr. Magoo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over, uh, the uh dennis the menace movie that john hughes produced did you guys see that oh walter wow. Matthau? Uh, walter mouth oh wow that movie yeah. was bonkers even as a six-year-old kid seeing that i'm like yeah that i mean i don't movie. care i don't care what how rude how mean of an old man he is he's not the wet bandits he's not trying to break into your home and yet uh, dennis the menace like makes him do the splits on bathroom floor and crack his nuts on the ground <laughs> yeah that's also back when christopher laurie did all those weird movies with kids like he did that in camp nowhere and i'm like what's going on with this uh career path that he's on because oh, yeah. <laughs> camp nowhere is a movie that i loved so much as a kid Same. i thought it was so Same. cool and i'm so afraid to go back to it oh it's it's bonkers man if, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like because christopher lloyd's like a con man and he gets conned by kids to run a summer camp it's it's just completely illegal and illogical, but it's it's still fun though. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the important thing. Um, I like that kid. The kid who plays Dennis the Menace. Uh, yeah, I liked him, Mason Gamble. I liked him in uh, Rushmore. Uh, he's uh, oh yeah, he's Jason Schwartzman's little friend that like they have a they you know have a falling out and then he keeps hitting Jason Schwartzman with. Um, you know, his uh, wrist rocket, what are those things? You know, you keep shooting BBs at him. Um, slingshot? Slingshot. That's the word for it. Um, there's this new ride at uh, California Adventure at Disney where it's a Spider-Man theme thing. And supposedly, like, you, sh- you're, you get to, like, shoot webs from your, from your wrists. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to pull that off, but it does sound cool. Everyone's got to get bit by a spider, radioactive spider, before they go on the ride. I mean, it doesn't happen right away. So do you get the bit by the spider, then go the next stage for the ride? I don't get it. It doesn't seem logical to me. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be tricky, you know, because because also you know you got to wait two weeks and then get your second one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, I want to play these uh, last. I got two more rounds of this game. I want to play them anyway, even though, even though Jonah uh, walked away with it. Um, let's, uh, Doug. Let's. Uh, I'll let you guess on this first. This next one. Um, a mass killer terrorizes a disc jockey and a group of friends at an underground music festival. Is this movie a boy, a girl, a dream, American dream? Or dream catcher. A boy, a girl, a dream. I'll say that one. Is about a mass killer who terrorizes a disc jockey <laughs> and a group of friends. <laughs> what? None of it sounds like it's about that. I know. That's what's so great about some of these, these descriptions <laughs> are like perfectly confusing. So, but I just want to be clear that a mass killer terrorizes a disc jockey and a group of friends. <laughs> An underground music festival. Um, yes. And you're going with a boy, a girl, a dream. I'm going dream starring Michael Keaton. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> All right. <laughs> Brandon, what do you think? 
Uh, what was the other one besides Dreamcatcher? American Dream. American Dream. I'm going with. Oh, Jonah, it's like okay. Jonah lose it. Here we go. Here we go, Jonah. <laughs> One more time into the breach. You got on? this. You got this. Doug must be feeling bad for you. So he's giving you a leg up on this. I appreciate it. I'm going to go dream catcher, Doug. Am I right with that? You are correct. Hang on oh. a second. Why? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I really shouldn't have put these sound effects things in the other room. I always have to go get them. <laughs> <laughs> takes me forever um great job it's dream catcher see that was this whole thing was set up so that uh you guys would just be like sick of hearing dream catcher so you you you'd never guess it i guess i guess it sort of worked um, it was me i kept going i know you mentioned that there's another dream catcher like you you gave us the hint a while back but i still went to the open booty holes i'm like it's not that movie because that doesn't have a disc jockey in it <laughs> one, of the, one of those guys had to have been a disc jockey <laughs> just by stat, yeah, right? i don't uh yeah i don't i don't know why they made this new dream catcher about a music festival i don't know why because because also that dream catcher movie like is about those specific things those dream catchers that you put like over your bed to keep demons away or whatever uh so I don't know, would, is there an actual dream catcher in this underground music festival movie? And what kind of underground music festival movie does Jonah Ray not know about? <laughs> <laughs> this one. Um, I, all right, let's do one. Oh, I got one more. Was, I had a tiebreaker all set to go. So let's do that one. And let's start with Doug again, because I want to embarrass you as much as possible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to come listen to him over on wide world of ducks where he doesn't have to know anything hmm. um, <laughs> which one uh, this is a, a young girl rebels after being left with her grandmother in a small town uh doug is that movie alone with her dreams american dream or dream house oh boy Dream Catcher? <laughs> I'll that was the last movie. This one you get to pick Dream Alone with Her Dreams, American Dream, or Dream House. Uh, I'll say oh, Dream House. I, I think you should, like, if there's a game show where wrong answers <laughs> get you all the prizes, you should go on it. Good. Um, good. Your instincts are terrible. Okay. Uh, Dreamhouse is a horror movie, right? Is it? Yeah, I believe so. It's yeah, like okay. Craig. Uh, yeah. 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 Yes, and uh, his wife. Yeah, Rachel Weiss or Vice. Yeah. 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 yeah it's um. That's the only. That's only one. Two of the movies in this game today uh, there were possibilities. I'm I'm familiar with that one, and then isn't Olympic Dreams? Isn't Nick Kroll in that? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's a Nick Kroll movie. I mean, you know, he's just acting in it, but he's like, it's it's a romantic co comedy, I think, and he's the male lead. Here's the thing about the uh, the movie Dreamhouse. Um, it's an ironic title because it turns out it's not a good place to live, and that's what's kind of funny about that title. Yeah, well, that's why you guys, uh, you know, <laughs> guessed it earlier for one of these other things because uh, you know uh, all of these movies sound like they could take place in a Dreamhouse. Uh, where it turns out to be ironically named, but <laughs> this one about the young girl 
and her grandfather is called Alone with Her Dreams. Uh, uh. But all of those are available on demand on your cable system. So if you want to spend a few bucks and watch any of them, let us know on Doug Loves Movies on Twitter uh, if any of them are any good. I'm guessing no. (laughs) (laughs) If I had to guess. Mm. Jonah Ray, congratulations on winning today. Thank you so much. Um, We've got a live show coming up this Wednesday night. Do you by any chance have Wednesday night free? I don't. I I was bummed because it's something that I would have just gone to see anyway, but I'm sorry, I can't make it. Well, you know, that's all right. We, we had a good run. I think we were friends for a long time. Wait, no, this is it. This is the, the this is the time where you give me the ultimatum. We have, we've had yeah. so many good experiences together, Doug. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I want you, I think you should go back to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like me there. They don't have zoom there. So I'll never hear from you again. Oh um, uh, no, no. Well, I will definitely hit you up about returning as champion on uh, another episode soon, either yeah. a live one or a zoom one. We're continuing to do, uh, new shows weekly and uh, we'll get, we'll definitely get you back in the mix, but what would you like to plug for now? Uh, I get, I'm doing a, uh, uh, I'm on my friend's podcast. Uh, Dave Schilling is a very funny uh, comedy Com- writer. Um, and uh, we're doing a show called galaxy brains uh, where he comes up with like crazy takes on movies and we kind of discuss them and stuff like that. For example, uh, we talk about how uh, Josie and the pussycats is a, uh, is, is the most anti-capitalist film ever made. Uh, and he's, uh, the one we just do and we're doing about how, um, uh, Dom from, uh, the fast and furious movies might be a literal angel. And that's where the, that's where the whole series is headed. (laughs) (laughs) I, I am very excited about the series going in that direction because, you know, now that you mention it, he likes to wear white a lot and nothing to him is more important than family. So yeah, he is, it's feeling very angel-like. Yeah. And he has like, and he, he breaks down everything that's happened in the entire series. We just recorded it today and it's, uh, it's wild. He's very, very funny and very good at having like crazy takes about stuff. All right. Crazy takes with Jonah and some other guy, Dave Schilling. It's called galaxy brains. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you say so, um, Brandon, great. Brandon Collins, great first time guests. Oh, thank I hope, you. I hope you had fun. Oh, absolutely. This is a blast. I mean, I got washed out by Jonah at the end, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a fair, it's a fair questions, you know? Yeah. It's just questions that you can just get lucky on. Um, medium popcorn. That's right. Medium popcorn. We just uh, released our 400th episode. Um, we wow. reviewed Tyler Perry's temptation confessions of a marriage counselor, which is as painful as the title makes it seem. Yeah. Uh, so we have that. Uh, we, you can also find us like on all uh, podcast players on Ryan tomatoes. Cause we're Ryan tomatoes accredited. And then a uh, drunk black history uh, on Saturday, June 19th, we're celebrating Juneteenth. There are a live stream of tickets available. We're having it in person, but we will be live streaming from Brooklyn and you can get tickets for that at the drunk, uh, history, drunk, black history.com. Thank you so much for being here, Brandon. Anytime you want to come back, anytime you have anything to plug or you just want to come play some games, uh, definitely, uh, hit me up. Cause, uh, that was, that was super fun. And yeah. Doug Mellard, I would like you to never speak to me again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You've embarrassed me for the last time. <laughs> 
I gotta learn my game movies. What do you got to plug, buddy? Uh, I'm starting a live stand-up show, a monthly, every first Thursday of the month in Austin, Texas at the Buzz Mill. It's called Excelsior, and it's co-hosted by my buddy Mike Weeby. So check that out starting July 1st. And then, of course, Wide World of Dogs. Yes, a new episode of Wide World of Dogs comes out every Friday, except for the last Friday of the month. That's when we do a bonus. Doug Loves Movies. Um, like I said, Doug Loves Movies is back in front of an audience, a small audience that's uh, distanced and whatnot at the Brea Improv in Brea, California. Wednesday night, I've got a couple of great guests booked and was, you know, going to get the, the winner, the champ from the, you know, the last episode we did or this episode today. And uh, the last two champs in a row can't make it on Wednesday night. So I will uh, come up with something awesome. Maybe I'll, uh, you know, uh, reveal it on uh, Twitter once I uh, figure out who that's going to be. But I can guarantee that uh, regular listeners of the show will have a fun time at the taping. One more time for Brandon Collins, Doug Mellard, and Jonah Ray. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, dude. Thanks for having us. And let's do, uh, now that things are open up, let's do a a movie interruption soon. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I definitely want to, uh, you know, get back into that. I'm thinking maybe like Dynasty Typewriter seems to be like a good place to do that here in L.A. Yeah, we did uh, me, Baron, and Hampton did one there, uh, just like a freestyle riff thing. And it was, it's great. It's great for it. Beautiful. As always, where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of Gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart.